Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. What's up? Welcome to DX Daily. This is a podcast brought to you by Hip Hop DX. And it's where we keep you updated on all this hip hop culture. I'm Asia Sky, And I'm A-Dub. And it's Monday. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and it's Monday. We've got a lot to discuss this legendary versus battle between E-40 and Too Short. Mm-hmm. We got to talk about Lil Wayne selling off Young Money's music catalog. Lil Baby and his girlfriend Jada breaking the internet again. And our former president Barack Obama dropped off a fire 2020 year-end music playlist that we are going to break down. All right, let's do it. This past week's versus battle, E-40 versus Too Short, happened this Saturday. Uh, it was truly a West Coast affair a legendary affair. Before we start, though, who do you have winning this battle? Like, beforehand, what was your prediction? You know, I was going to go with Too Short just because I feel like I danced to more Too Short back in my day. But as I was looking back, I was like, wow, I really like E-40. I'm going to go with E-40. That's who I have. Yeah, I also had E-40 only because anybody who grew up in California or spent a significant period of their time in California, like, you know the impact. When an E-40 song comes on, anything hyphy related, like, Mm -hmm. it's just a different type of energy. Now, Too Short is a legend, too. Don't get me wrong. Period. But I had E-40 winning this Overall, yeah, it was just legendary for the Bay Area, legendary for Cali as a whole. Their energy, both of them just brought good vibes. Mm-hmm. Definitely a contrast from Gucci Mane and Jeezy. <laughs> and supposed to be Keisha Cole and Ashanti earlier in a couple weeks, and we just went right into E-40 in two shorts. But yeah. E-40's dancing was my favorite part of the battle, for sure. Oh, like a little cute little lemon head with his little lemon beanie and a lemon background. I was with it. Yes, his, his dance moves were top two, for sure. You gonna take some of his moves, Asia, or? I might do a little video, you know, (laughs) a little TikTok with my E-40 moves. Now, let's get into their strongest three rounds. I'm gonna say round 16, where uh, E-40 played Big Sean's I Don't F With You, Mm -hmm. versus Too Short playing Khaleesi's Bossy. Mm. Now, who did you have on that round? I think I'd have to go with the I Don't F With You, because... That song is just, you play that at the right time when you're dealing with somebody and you're just like, I don't F with you. The bossy, it's like, I'm bossy. It's like, I, it don't hit the same. So I, I was going to go with the E-40 for that one, for that round. I don't know. I think I, I was rooted for E-40, but too short with bossy, like that is a legendary verse right there. And yes. then Khalees just was taking over at that time. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It just took me back to a different time, I guess. So I did have too short on that one. Okay. But we got to round 19 where E40 played Hyphy and Too Short played Lil John Bia Bia 
Mm-hmm. Who did you have on that? E40 hyphy all day because I was big with the whole, you know, crumping and, you know, ghost ride the whip. So that hyphy era for me when I was really popular, I was with it. So I had to go with E40 for that one. Definitely went with E40 mm-hmm. for that one. Going hyphy just in, I remember in middle school, growing up in Cali, that was a big thing. So I'm going E40 for round 19. Mm-hmm. And then the final round, they had tell me when to go Ooh. versus blow the whistle. Like with that one. That one came on. It was a whole different verses right there. Yeah. E-40 was already well past drunk. Yes. It was a whole situation at that point. I, of course, chose Tell Me When To Go. Who did you have one in that one? Oh, uh, AJ, that's so tough. Um, I think I went with Tell Me When To Go, too. I can just picture it, too, like the whole vibe. For sure. You just think about the music video, everything. Mm. Yeah. So long story short, I had my original pick, E-40 winning. <laughs> yes. But now they also said this was the most expensive versus battle thus far. They said they spent over $500,000 on this whole production. Now I'm trying to figure out how did they spend all this money and how do you feel about them splurging this much on one battle? 500000 See, I didn't even know they really put this much money into these versus battles. I figured they just got the venue. They got the artists. They paid them, right? I don't know. Maybe the exposure they, is the payment. I don't I don't know how it's going with that, but I yeah. definitely did not think they were out here spending half a million dollars on a versus battle for sure. On the set alone, like I said, the, the cars, the whips, and yeah, yeah. They, had the, they had the scrapers out there. They had the low riders. Other than that, the set really wasn't that elaborate to me, so I mm-hmm. don't know where this 500000 went. But I definitely don't think it's a, a good idea to splurge half a million on the battle itself. Now, maybe like on promotion, you know, artists and paying everybody that's in the production. Mm-hmm. But still not that much. I don't know about that. Yeah. And I they really like- didn't promo the the E42 short battle all that well. And I just felt like I really see a promo video from them or it much, you know. Yeah, they definitely weren't that heavy on the promo. And I think it's because... This battle was probably like a last minute consolation prize for us not getting the Ashanti and Keisha Cole battle. Like, I don't know if this battle was long planned out or something that they knew for a, a long time that they, that it was going to happen. Like, it seemed to me more like, OK, Ashanti pulled out last minute. So now we got to give the people another battle so they'll be happy. Mm-hmm. And then they came with the legends too short and E-40. So, yeah. Yeah, I think that's that might be how it went. Either way, both of them had great energy. Some great memes came from it. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's all I could ask for. <laughs> now, let's talk about Lil Baby. Oh, Lil boy. Baby and his girlfriend Jada are trending again. <laughs> this time, it is because Lil Baby allegedly cheated on Jada with a porn star by the name of Tiana Trump. Baby's girl Jada was on Twitter minding her business like she always does. And Tiana Trump responded to one of her tweets. Tiana Trump was like, you always getting cheated on. And replied to the tweet. And that's when Tiana went all out. She dropped the bomb. She revealed that she's been messing with Lil Baby. And she has the screenshots to prove it. She actually threatened to leak the screenshots. And I just want to know, why won't they leave Jada alone? Every other week, it feels like there's somebody on Twitter telling her that they messing with her man. I don't see how Jada does it. Like, if I was her, I'd have to shut down the Twitter, the Instagram, because it's beginning to get too much. Like, imagine you just, like you said, minding your business, and every single second, like, Jada wakes up, and it's already like, I said what you mean. Your man's saying what's in my mouth. Like, like, (laughs) that's too much. And, you know, this is the second time within this week that Lil Baby has gotten busted cheating on Jada with a porn star, allegedly. Mm -hmm. We don't know if he really did this or, you know, if this is just clout chasing or whatever the case may be. 
But we know the first porn star, Miss London, she had screenshots of her interactions with Lil Baby. We don't know if Tiana Trump really has these screenshots or not, or if she's going to drop them. But we do know that Lil Baby might need to tighten up. He definitely got to tighten up. You just can't, like, I feel like if you're going to do all this, do not leave a messy trail. I don't condone it, but if you're going to, don't leave a messy trail because Jada has repeatedly said, you know, she'd rather cry in a Rolls Royce than cry in a Nissan or a Honda. <laughs> So she's, she gets it, but then again, no, no one wants to know that it's really happening like this and everybody else to see. So yeah, having your business repeatedly put on front street is just not a good look at all. So whatever they're doing, I got three words for little baby. N-D-A. Okay. okay. <laughs> N-D-A. Little baby. That is what you need to uh, have these young ladies do if you're going to be dealing with them. Now, since we're going to talk about that, we also have to talk about the positive. We have to talk about this monumental year that Lil Baby has had in music. Yes. He had the top selling album of 2020. Can you believe My Turn made $19 million this year during a whole pandemic? A, that? a whole pandemic. That's oh crazy. Oh my gosh. Congrats to Lil Baby on that. Also, I want to shout out Juice World and Pop Smoke. They were also both in the top five grossing albums this year. Mm-hmm. Pop Smoke's Shoot for the Stars, Aim for the Moon made $15.8 million. And then Juice World's album, Legends Never Die, they made $15.5 million off that. It's just sad that both of them are not here to see it. I know both of those are posthumous albums. And like you said, they're not here to witness it and and bask in it. So dang, it's crazy. Exactly, though. Rest in peace, Juice World. Rest in peace, Pop Smoke. Mm -hmm. Congratulations. That is how you leave a legacy. Now, speaking of money being made off these albums, can we talk about how Lil Wayne allegedly sold the Young Money catalog for $100 million? Yeah, let's talk about it because that's not sitting right with me. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. It's definitely not sitting right with my spirit. So according to Lil Wayne's ex-manager, Ronald Sweeney, Wayne sold off this catalog to Universal Music Group and he gave it to him for $100 million back in June, right? Mm-hmm. So this catalog includes Lil Wayne's Carter IV, Drake's album Views, and the Scorpion album. Okay. On top of that, Nicki Minaj's Pink Print. All of this for $100 million. One Wayne album, two Drake albums, and a Nicki album. I just don't feel like $100 million is enough for this. Yeah, that's that's just too low because Pink Print, big album. Views, big album. Scorpion, big album. Also, the Carter Four, like, only $100 million? And, then, like, these albums are not just albums that came and went. These are albums that people constantly go back to. Yes. So I feel like these catalogs are going to be lucrative for a long time, and I just feel like $100 million is a low ball, like, if that's really true. But keep in mind, the manager, Sweeney, is currently suing Wayne for $20 million. So, you know, they might not even be on the best of terms. We don't know if this is really, truly what happened or if the manager is using this to help himself get more money. Like, we don't know yet. So we will see what happens. And, you know, Wayne is facing those gun possession charges and he's a felon. So he could be facing up to 10 years for that. So, you know, all these lawyer fees may play a part in how all this works out. So, yeah. No, for sure. He's definitely going to need money for that lawyer. Best of luck to Wayne and on a lighter note let's talk about Barack Obama's 2020 favorite songs playlist yes you know he is our forever president so I was excited to see what he was listening to this past year yeah he had a pretty good nice mix of songs up here like he's got Travis Scott he's got Lil Baby on here J. Cole 
Earth Gang, JID, Gunna, I see Goody Mob, Little Sims, Spillage yes. Village is on there. So and yeah. he has my girl, her, up here. Oh. Damage has been one of my favorite songs this year. I've been bragging about it yes. since it came out. <laughs> Literally, I, I have been the number one fan of hers, Damage, since the song dropped. So I was super excited to see that song up here. Of course, I was excited to see J. Cole, the climb back up here, North Carolina represent. You know, exactly. that's our guy. What songs were you excited to see up here? The Savage remix of Megan Thee Stallion and Beyonce is what got me on Barack Obama's favorite music of 2020. Like, can you imagine him doing the dance like the TikTok? Like, that's what he's jamming to? That like, is definitely a standout for me as well. Like, I definitely was picturing Barack Obama at home in his luxurious bedroom in the mirror doing the savage dance challenge <laughs> and then coming in like on trying to do the Meg the Stallion knees like yeah. I could see Barack giving us that I could definitely see him giving for us sure. that <laughs> but he did have some help with this list though we gotta give him that to his daughter Sasha he said she was like the music head of the family so she did she had a little part in this playlist this year so I can see Sasha's influence on this list because I just don't believe that Barack was sitting in the crib playing Lemonade by Internet Money and Gunna. Like, I don't, yeah. see, I don't see that. I can't see Barack just <laughs> in the crib blazing Travis Scott like Rick Ross. I don't know. Either way, Barack's still the coolest president we've had so far. And you know I'm reading his book right now, too. Like, this book is amazing. The book is called A Promised Land, and it's just going throughout his whole presidency, everything that he went through. The yeah. book, along with this playlist, I'm... Definitely Team Barack right now. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I think I think we got it all pretty much covered. That wraps up today's DX Daily. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast on all platforms and subscribe to the Hip Hop DX YouTube channel. Also, we're on all social networks at Hip Hop DX, so be sure to follow to keep up with us. I'm Asia Scott. And I'm Ella. And we'll see you tomorrow with more daily news. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.